And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to a Game 2 edition of the Warriors All-82 Podcast Conference Finals. 2-0 Warriors, although there was a point in the first half, I was thinking... Man, we're going to be podcasting post-game, and I'm told, Tim, we might be here, and it's going to be 1-1. This was a game Dallas needed to have because they made 21 threes, and if Dallas makes 21 threes, they can't lose that game. I don't know which of you two wants to start. Well, they did lose that game, and that's (laughs) that's a problem. Yeah, that's a big problem. They they made 21 threes. Luka had 42, hugely efficient night, 13 of 15. From the free throw line. Brunson at 31. Did he? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Jeez. That was my key. How? My key guy to the series is Jalen Brunson. If he gets hot, then the Warriors are in some trouble. He gets 31 and the Warriors still win. Uh, it, 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 was a, it was a game that was set up to extend the series deep. Dallas played well, I thought. Defended well for a long time. And the Warriors still win this game. That is got to be not fun thinking for the Mavericks. Remember we were saying like Jason Kidd maybe took game one to kind of evaluate and think it through and set the pieces together for game two. And it kind of felt like that for a while. I don't know exactly what he want, the adjustments were a few tweaks here and there in the matchups. Uh, but let's say he did do that. And it all set up and they're up 14 at halftime and everything's going well and Luca's playing well and you know, they got everything else going and then they still lose. It's It's got to hit them pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, I think the uh, it's Slater pretty hard. Right? Yeah, right. Um, you know, I thought their game like they were even more relentless. Like the guard to guard screens. How many times did Reggie Bullock just those, like those flips, yeah. they would just try to flip it? Get the they didn't get it. They go back and screen again. They like that's rescreen. Screwed up, that screwed up the Warriors. I mean that that did open up a lot of shots for Dallas, and they were hitting him early. And some of it, as Kirk seemed to imply, like some of them, like you're just not going to hit that many. Like even if they're open, even if you get yourself patterned into them, you're not going to hit 30. Not even that they're not going to hit 30. If you're going to just feed Reggie Bullock, go ahead. I mean, that's just not a winning formula. Like he's well, a good all player. Bull. I mean, like you mentioned, but Luke had saying, 42. But that was the play, though, right? The play was if Steph don't get over there in time, you know, Steph is hedging and they're getting back. If he don't Steph's get there in time, about you just live him. with you just live with Reggie taking that shot and not Luca taking that shot. But but I do think the difference is and I don't know if it was a tweak. I didn't get a chance to ask Steve or anybody, but that Dallas took 18 threes the second half. They've taken 18 threes in a quarter. 19 in the yeah. first quarter of the whole series. 15 in the first quarter tonight. They only took 18 threes. And to me, that's the key. Stay home on the shooters. Make Luka drive. Like, Luka was driving today. He was driving a lot. Jalen was driving. You give it, If you do it that way, Bullock is out of the series and Dorian Finney-Smith is out of the series. 
Yeah, uh, they were also just more connected in the second half. There was play one of the plays I highlighted in what I wrote post game. There's, it's like middle of the second quarter. Dallas is just keeps raining threes in, and you know the Warriors are trying to switch up defenses. You know how Mike Brown will run to half court, two fists in the air. It's like they're going to zone, so he's doing that. Kerr's doing that. Draymond's on the right block guarding nobody because that's his spot in the zone. He's two hands up trying to tell people, hey, you know. But meanwhile, Clay's playing man. Wiggins is out guarding uh, Doncic at half court. Clay's guarding a Bullock, you know, pick and pick and pop. And Draymond is in no man's land because he's trying to play his own. And they just flip it over to Brunson. Brunson steps into a wide open three. Nobody around. And it just, to me, it just spoke to like there was mix ups and coverages. And you know, I thought Jason Kidd had an interesting quote. I think it was pregame. He he was talking about how impressed he was with the Warriors in game one. He's like, one of the things he said he was impressed by was they can change defenses without calling timeout. That's not easy to do in the NBA, Uh, you know, and I think that led to some – because they weren't as just, like, locked in, I thought, in the first half. There was just too many mix-ups. You don't know what coverage you're in. Wait, are we hedging this possession? And that led to a lot of the open looks, whereas the second half, it looked more like game one. Like, they knew every possession, what the defensive scheme was. And even if Dallas got a a three off, it was hand in the face. Uh, And that, that to me, was the big key where suddenly 15 of whatever became 2 of 11 in the – uh, third, quarter. third quarter and Jason Kidd said it but it's Jason Kidd to me just reading or hearing his quotes and sound bites it's like he's almost I think kind of like, kind of disgusted by their like their style at times he was like sometimes you die by the three you know it's <laughs> it was like you killing your own strategy here he's definitely not like Daryl Morey even though he's no, playing Morey ball no, no. you know and I think a big part of it is on the other end they know they can get whatever they want 62 points in the paint Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, even Clay Thompson with two driving dunks. They're just going in. Uh, well, they had one more block tonight. I think Cleaver had a block. They actually ended up with like five blocks, but like there was not, they're not rim protected. You don't know. It's like, so, but they did have one though tonight. The Cleaver blocked. I On think it Wiggins. was Wiggins. Yeah, yeah. That was actually a nice block. That was a nice block. Yeah, I was shocked by it, but they know they can get what they want on the other end. And what they want is in the paint. They know they can get there. And I really do think they just feel like these dudes can't make enough threes to offset how officially we're going to get buckets on the other end. I mean, Looney got 21. Looney was finishing. He had all these looks. Moses Moody finished. Like, everybody's getting layups. They're getting to the rim. I, they put in uh, Davis Bertans for like a minute. It's like, man, get out of here. <laughs> Broccoli, Rebecca. It's like, you can't. Davis Bertans like, yo, Damian Lee not going to play yeah. this half. <laughs> can't, can't, can't do it. Jordan Poole was just like, yo, whoever – you put out here, I'm, I'm getting to the rim on them, and I don't think they have an answer for that. So, essentially, Dallas just, they have to make a lot of threes, maybe more than 21. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Luke is going to have to score 40 every game they have a, they're competitive He's in. He's so damn good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and he might, and he might, but, like, he really has to, and that's a ton of pressure on him. 50. Because yeah, Jalen ain't getting 30 again every night. 45, yeah. whatever. 40 yeah. from him and 30 from Brunson, and then they yeah. still need a 20 from somewhere else. It's going to get weird in Dallas one of these nights. They're going to run yeah, away with one of these. He's going to actually hit some shots because, like, he's not hitting anything. Reggie Bullock's going to hit some shots. Dinwiddie's going to hit. Like, these guys have not been hitting shots, but – um I think this has got Finney. this. Finney hit any shots? Finney hit a few in the first half. Yeah. He yeah. has been 
quieter than I expected yeah. this series. He's not to me. He's not like much of a like he obviously he's a good defender, but he hasn't. I don't like brought defensive force like I thought he would. And then he's pretty quiet offensively. Yeah, I mean he doesn't have playmaker. Like that's what they're so they got two playmakers: Brunson and and, and uh, Luca and Dinwiddie a little bit. Yeah, Din Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, you're ready to give him the the pool contract. Pretty good. Well, no, I. I want to clarify that one. At the time, <laughs> at the time he got the contract, I I said it incorrectly. I didn't. I wasn't saying he's as valuable or more valuable than than, than than him right now. I was saying at the time he got the contract, he was worth a lot, and he's still worth some money. Uh, and game seven was pretty good, by the way, fellas. Uh, oh, 30, 30, 30 and a closeout of the best team in basketball. Uh, but I think we. I think. Dallas is in some trouble because even let's say they win game three, I think we all kind of feel that way. But the Warriors have won, as we know, win on the road. They can win one on the road. They have in both the Denver and the Memphis series. They can certainly win in Dallas, come back here 3 1. And is Dallas going to have what it takes to win three in a row? I just, we know they came back on Phoenix when they were down 2 0, not looking great. But this does not feel the same to me. This does not. I mean, I, this isn't is Phoenix. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's a big no. part of it. This team is just way different. I think Dallas probably learned that tonight. You have that game in that series against Phoenix. You're blowing you're Phoenix out. Game, yeah. like, you're winning that game. It's, you hit 15 first half threes against Phoenix. Like the second half is mop up duty. I mean, Steve Kerr was basically <laughs> like flexing. I mean. He hadn't brought Steph in that late in the fourth quarter all postseason. <laughs> I thought you were going to say with the Moses Moody uh, busting him out. Yeah, I mean that that is yeah. kind. Of, I mean, I think they definitely wanted Moses Moody to play, but he looks bad. Moses, I'll those are this. I should have written this. So, like they thought about they, they were going to play him in Game Six against Memphis. Like they've been thinking, like he must be looking good in practice. He's hitting shots in garbage time. Like they're leaning more and more to liking Moody out there. I. Are we assuming he's now in the rotation well, so, for a while? So uh, Kerr, Kerr referenced it, but he his best moment of the season, sequence of the season, was in Dallas, and it was when they blitzed Steph, and there was, uh, you know, he, he, he closed with Moody over Poole because Moody weirdly can kind of play this, like, screen, patient, like, you know, pop out of the screen after Steph gets double catch it and, and either make a three if he needs to or drive to the rim for, like, smart yeah, layups. In he, Dallas, he threw an alley-oop to Looney. Tonight, he like, you know, you look at his stat line, he played 10 minutes, he basically had zero stats except for that one layup. Um, but to me, they want – what he did tonight was what – in their mind, they thought Damian Lee would do right. Be a veteran, be smart. You know, if Damian Lee plays decent in the first half, he's playing in the second half. Problem is, Damian Lee came out two missed threes, double technical Frant- tangle up with Davis Bertans, frantic, frantic, and then he gets mad at Davis Bertans, so he fouls him before an inbound to give him a free throw, and then he tries to go block a Davis Bertans shot, and Bertans pumps, goes layup, and to me, it was like that's the end of Damian Lee. And although that we, opened the door. Were you sure of it, though? Were you sure that was the end of David Lee? I was like, ah. I was definitely looking at the bench between the third <laughs> and fourth quarter. Still, my play him. I don't know, but but, no. but, like, but to be honest, Moses Moody plays a very Damian Lee type yeah, game. He's bigger. But, That's a Kirkman. Yeah. he's bigger. Like you know, you do these switches, and he ends up on Luca. You're not going okay. That's terrible. Like he's big enough to be able to kind of cross over something. You know, that six foot six Andre Godala thing. Uh, and I think they like that that too. I, I, I got to imagine he's going to get the first turn in the second quarter in game three. I, I, I mean, I can't And that's all you that. can guarantee him yep. at this yep. point is the first turn of game three to start the second quarter. But I would say he did enough tonight. He'll get that. What would you think of just the moody decision and his play? Well, I thought it was smart. I, 
bottom line is they can't play seven dudes. They got to play more guys. And against Dallas, you can. Like, this is a series you can play dudes. Davis Bertans is not killing you. Maxi Kleber is not killing you. Dwight Powell is not killing you. They brought in Josh Green because they need bodies too. You didn't like the Frank Nielakina, man? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Was it like, please that, shoot the three? The only shoot, guy please. on the team who they were like, yeah, nah, you can take one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, please actually take that shot. I, I do feel like they need to get more people in the series. I was surprised since it was home. We got no Kaminga. I do feel like the rim pressure he could put on, I, I just want to see him. If Clay is getting dunks down the middle, it feels yeah, like Kaminga yeah, yeah. is like that's made for him. I just the only the reason I believe they're not playing Kaminga is because of what I was talking about earlier. The complicated way that they're having to defend this team, where they are frantically like, "All right, we're going zone. Oh wait, never mind. Switch to man. All right, hedge this, double that." And it's like Kaminga, they would have to like basically call a timeout to be like, "Okay, remember what we're gonna do on this." And it's just to me with Moody, they I feel like they think I, I, they can start going zone or whatever and. Respect. I think he's got Draymond it. Got it. Though, like, oh, by the way, now we're now we're in zone. By also, the way, that's the problem. Is they that's what happens during the regular season, but suddenly they're 16 on the clock, and Luca's already driven yeah, past you while you're that, trying to explain. The answer to that is put him at the top. The dude at the top don't have to do that much. Well, you say, but you say that Dallas. Dallas will pick like Jason Kidd's pretty relentless on like if he thinks there's a weak link out there or something he can pick on he will just do it every single possession and I just think with Kaminga whatever defensive scheme you're in and again they don't want to just sit in zone for five straight possessions they want to randomly drop a zone and then pull right out of the zone with Kaminga I just think they'd be worried like even if you're like hey Hound Luca they'd be like get him off the ball Wiggins ain't doing none of that though like Wiggins, Wiggins is at the top on everyone and when the defense change his assignment stays the same every time the guy yeah, at the they, top of the they're zone. They're switching it a little no, bit. They're no, switching. they're not switching Wiggins. That's him doing the screen. But Wiggins' assignment doesn't change. It stays tied to Luka. And if you get picked they're off, you get picked a off. a softer zone sometimes. I, I couldn't quite figure out exactly what they were doing. But he wasn't tied to Luka. Oh, that's when Luka ended up on Looney a couple times. That's just because, saying, yeah. but not. But if they're getting the guy on Luka off, then he's no longer a problem. He's off of Luka. So that, that's what I'm saying. The guy at the top of a zone don't have to worry about the machinations behind him. He just got to focus on the top of the zone. To me, that's where I would put Kaminga in at. Put him at the top of the zone. But what if, but what if two possessions into Kaminga being out there, you're like, all right, we want to switch back to a man. You know, well, of course, that's what you think he can do anyway. That's what they no, like him. No, but would he pick it up? Would he pick it up? Would he, no, would he be playing zone and they're playing? Well, and also or? when it's like, yeah, you think he can kind of guard Luca, but what if you start doing screen action and it's a Reggie Bullock pick and pop and Kaminga does? You know, that's Steph, let's just be. Though. This yeah. is let's be honest. <laughs> that's that. I'm just saying, like, if I understand what you're saying, I'm saying the easy solution to that is to put him. This is what they do for Clay. Clay's not handling all this great. He's not. Like, put him on the ball. And it solves the problems, right? <laughs> Let's be honest. They, they, got, they, they got Moody in the game. They're not going to put Moody and Kaminga in the game. Well, but they, they, just don't, they don't trust Kaminga on defense. That's, is, that's just the reality. Clearly, but my, my thing is they just need to play bodies, right? They need to play minutes. They're going 70. Like, at some point, you know, let's just say Dallas wins two at home and now it's 2-2. You're coming back. You're looking at a seven-game series. Draymond is in foul trouble. Otto Porter and Looney is dead tired out there. Who else you got? At some point, you got to – that's why I thought the Moody decision was good because at some point, you got to start getting this dude comfortable. And then if you win this series, you can't go up against 
Boston or Miami playing seven dudes. Like at some point, you got to start getting these guys in the game. And to me, that's why it was a great decision yeah. to put Moody in. And there. truthfully, like Kaminga had his chance in Memphis series, and like he just didn't really didn't play that well, yeah. to be honest. But I also think well. I also think Memphis was just a better team. Memphis better team. <laughs> and by the way, I mean, yeah, he did not play well. He did not help things. But the Warriors as a whole started every game terribly. So he got dragged <laughs> into that. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, he was in there, and they got better when he came out. But they, the, the whole team stunk early, in, you know, in those first quarters. So he gets. He gets hit for it. That's fine. Uh, but extending the rotation is not a terrible thing. And when Damian Lee is playing this bad, there's just the psychic angst of the Warrior fan base when they're watching this, too. Like, you could just feel like, what are they doing? Would they take him out, please? Uh, and Steve Kerr took him out. You know, the guy I get minutes to? I throw some JTA out there. Uh, uh, I thought you said Bielitsa. You're not going to say Bielitsa? You don't want to say Bielitsa? I thought some, like, he, he, he wouldn't have a problem. Switching back and forth and all yeah, that, yeah, but he, I don't know. They turn a, they're turning the ball over a lot against a team that doesn't turn people over. So that's that's the weird part. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. We should probably get into Looney before we get into Draymond tonight. Or, I mean, you could wrap them both together because I think Looney saved Draymond tonight, to be honest. Uh, but you mentioned the turnovers. Draymond had three right away, which to me like set the tone for what type of night he was about to have. He, I think, was just frustrated with his play, so then he really starts getting into it with the refs. And, you know, me and Tim were talking to you know some people a little bit ago, but I was like, I thought Kane Fitzgerald showed a lot of discipline not tossing Draymond. Uh, I felt like he kept 
you know, seeing if Kane Fitzgerald would, seeing if Kane Fitzgerald would. And we know Kane Fitzgerald's reputation. Maybe Kane Fitzgerald's saying, like, I can't, don't want to do it tonight. But he was at four fouls. He already had the one technical. He stood up on Reggie Bullock, remember? And it was like, oh, did he just get tossed for this? And, you know, I thought they were lenient with him to try to basically keep Draymond in the game. But then he fouled himself out of the game. He had the weird foul in the corner for his fifth on Finney Smith. Which I couldn't even – and he didn't complain about it because he couldn't have. It was a foul. And then 94 feet from the hoop off a rebound, he crashes into Luka. They're in the bonus. He gives Luka two free throws and bolts himself out of the game. And, you know, he might even admit it it himself – that, these are big, good momentum things for the Warriors because it gets Looney in the game. Draymond's minus 19 in a win. He was yeah, minus he 19 tonight. Looney was better, and we can get to Looney, but Looney saved Draymond. from from. He would have faced a lot of criticism tonight if they lost. This is one of those one of those rare nights where it helped them that Draymond was out of the game, right? It helped them. When he get the fifth foul, he's got to sit a while. That helped him. When he fouls out, that helped him. Not just defensively, too. Offensively. Uh, it's weird. He's... He's just in that mode where he's like, all right, we're about to run our offense. We're going to do the Princeton thing, and I'm going to make all the passes. And that's just not really what they need uh, from him. The ball needs to be in Steph Curry's hands and Jordan Poole's hands. And when he's in the game, it's not. I I saw him, like, after the game. He uh, still in his uniform. He's talking with JaVale McGee, who was here. He's got a shake in his hand. He's going to the owner's club. He was just like, yeah, I I played terrible. Uh, I was terrible tonight. Like, he he knew he was bad. Uh, And that's... Kind of, that's a really good sign for the Warriors. There was a time if Draymond played like that, you were you yeah. were getting boat no, raced out of here. <laughs> I mean, and that's not like to me that time isn't necessarily over. Man. Like if Draymond plays that bad in Game Three, they're probably getting boat raced. That's why if you're Dallas, you're like, holy, how do we but lose this? Game? They, they did win Game One in Memphis when Draymond got ejected. <laughs> so for a entire half, that. that all respected Draymond. He is so important to this team. It's interesting they've got other ways to win, though. They, they've got these other things that they've got. Jordan, We can talk Jordan Poole's. There's a huge one of them. Uh, interestingly, played great in game one against Memphis and played great in this game with Draymond. It's just, they're not similar players in any way. The roles are not similar. But sometimes like you just need other players to rise up when some of your top guys are not. Clay was not good in the first half, right? Terrible in the first half in a lot of ways. Uh, he was solid in the second half. Like, you then... Yeah, in in the old days, they would lose this this game, no question. When Draymond and 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 Clay are what minus twenty six and twenty minus nineteen, whatever they were, but they have other players. This team is different. I don't think we're, any of us thinks it's better than those other teams, but this team is different, and it's a little got options. Like they they got Moses Moody to play out there. They've got Kaminga they could put out there. They could put Bealitz out there. They could put JT. Like, they have these extra little pieces that have been playing all year and are not playing now. Like they just pop in there, and that, that's what makes this an interesting, like, just, I, I'm sure, like, in the coaches' meetings, they've got all these possibilities they can put up on the board that's a little different than before, and, and maybe it makes them almost as good. You know, maybe it makes them a championship team. The, the second playmaker is hugely so, so, pivotal. So, it's so. like everything. Because not only are those non-Steph minutes now winning, but you put those two on the court together, they just become tough to guard, and... Like, the teams in the East probably got the options to guard them, but not Dallas doesn't have them. And that, that's the thing. When Draymond's running the ball, you set a screen, and you get Draymond onto Kleber, like, he's not taking advantage of that matchup. If that's Jordan Poole with the ball in his hands, like, that's a layup. And I, I, I do think that's a big reason. They got to figure out a way for Draymond to be part of the offense without running the point so much. Like, they need the ball in the hands of Steph Curry, Jordan Poole. Yeah, and 
look, like Draymond, there's a reason they've tried to separate Draymond and Looney because it's very difficult in 2022 to have two non-shooters on the floor. Non-shooters, you see that big three? three. He hit three. By the way, I should say, yes, Draymond, and almost hit the second three. That that was huge. Like to the point where you know you're like still probably shouldn't go and foul out. You know, as as bad as he'd been to that point, like you still want him in the game late. But you know, again, and I I want to get back to Looney because you know. At least the media room seemed to think Looney was the story of the media, night. They were, they were, that's where I realized, okay, we're on the national stage now. We're like, Looney with the racks. Let's go with the, the blind side Looney story here. The racks. So tell Looney me about your the, hip surgeries. Come on. What was like, it like all those days where you were on the bench? By the way, Looney with the TNT set uh, visit. That's the like, yeah, first, oh, he ever, went first career ever. No, yeah. Poole went to the studio, but he got the walk-off. Walk yeah, 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 walk yeah, 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 which is funny. Uh, yeah, so... It, it's just he was a lot, he was out there without Draymond and he could just kind of play in the dunker spot with shooters around and that's no, he had twenty one points. No, listen, and this this goes you know we were talking about this people were like you got to get TK to talk about Looney because of the past. Looney has never finished like this in his Warriors <laughs> no, career. Oh my God, no. He's never finished like this. Yeah. Like it's not these aren't all bunnies. Like he's getting some bunnies. It's like the drop offs and the dunk. But there are some seven feet from the basket, and I got to go get the bucket. And he's got these little stretches. I'm like, where the hell is this coming from? Looney is finishing. This is, that is crazy. Is that Tehan getting him this? Yeah, I mean, that's what he's working on. I that see them working there. on it before they, the game. So. That, you know what he's – and they both, uh, Kerr and Looney, credited uh, Dehan uh, Milojevic, uh, who is – They call one him Deke? Deke. 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 It was just rebounding, like reading angles, and like that's what they're saying. But they're like, he suddenly turned like an elite rebounder, and, and this isn't just like suddenly in the playoffs. You look at his numbers in the regular season; he was like a top level rebounder in the NBA, uh, and he's learning angles and how to like spin off guys. But yeah, I know he's becoming more crafty down there, and I think that is Dehan because that's who Dehan was as a player. He was like an undersized big that like played down low and, and scored. Uh, so yeah, I mean you are. I, I mean, as many times as he gets the ball on a pick and roll where there's five feet of space in front of him and somebody closing late, like he was not converting on them for many many years and for the beginning of this season, and he's doing it in the playoffs now. And those are huge buckets because we know the way they play Steph and we know the way they play Jordan, and uh, this is this is money points. These are money points, money rebounds. Uh, I don't know if he's going to get money as a free agent because this has happened before where he's played well in the playoffs and he gets no offers. Hilarious for Steve Kerr. Like, he's he's always overlooked. I'm like, you mean by your front office? Who <laughs> <laughs> drafted James Wiseman and who uh, drafted Damian Jones. Let and hit the free agent market. Free agent like, many yeah. times. Did not pick up his third year, fourth year option. Or you know who they drafted ahead of him at one point? Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, no, they've tried. They've yeah. tried to kick Kevon Looney to the curb a hundred times. Now, what I will say is the coaching staff has always been a believer yeah, in him. Yeah. And, and um, who knew this was? I mean, like, no, who knew no. this? I mean, this is this is very hard. Even from like his great series, very good series, I should say, against Houston in 2018, uh, his first real playoff moments. You didn't see this coming from that. You just saw a guy who could really switch out in James Harden. That's really good, and he doesn't screw up on the offense. This is a different kind of player. They, they've got – I mean, we're going through all this, Poole and Looney. And, like, by the way, Andrew Wiggins is a really good playoff player. Like, this is just a side note to all this. Like, 
oh, you know, hey, we got this Andrew Wiggins guy who's a good playoff player. Like, this is a lot of interesting developments happening in, in uh, over the last few rounds. I would, like, this is, like, I'm, I'm writing about Poole and this next generation of Warriors, and I put Looney in there because he's not old. And I went, you know what, I, forget, I didn't even put Andrew Wiggins in here, and that's a pretty significant piece of this. Suppose, you know, the, the players other than Steph, Draymond, and Clay. It's, it is Steph Draymond and Clay, but there's other players, and it's not just a few of them. It's like three or four of these guys, and um, that's you know carrying them through a lot of these games. Looney finished uh, top ten in rebound, rebound rate. rate. Yeah. What, what do you think? What, what do you think he was? What did you put Looney at this year? You just said he's rebound. top ten, right? I mean, what 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 percentage of I the do. rebounds does he grab? Just think again. Tell me who's – Steven Adams is number one, right? No, uh, Rudy Gobert, 25% of the rebounds. He grabs 25. I, was, I, was, I bet – I was going to say 22 to 20, 22. Mm, I bet he's like 17, 18. 18, 18 8. 18, yeah. Right ahead of Giannis. Right behind uh, Joel Embiid. I didn't realize he was that high. Yeah. Boosted him up to 15. He's about 13 for his career. What I flipped on because I'm – I think I'm probably going to write about this before Sunday's game, just kind of like the history of Looney as a switch defender and this whole like – you know, they had this saying they love to use – they used to say every time guards would bring him out. And you know how guards do that thing where they get him on and then they start doing the backup dribble like, hoo-hoo, can't wait to go at this guy. And then they would yell like, wrong guy. Like you're going at the wrong guy from the bench. Um, but I was, so I was watching – 2018 Looney Plastic. He is so skinny in it, and 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 moving. Even even though he's skinny, he's like almost even moving slower than he currently is. It's crazy. No, he was moving slower. Than yeah, he was it's crazy. Slower. He is like the way he's transformed himself. He's like big. Yeah. He's big now. Big in it's, the shoulders. Big in the shoulders. Yeah. Doesn't get bounced man. around. Yeah, doesn't get <laughs> bounced around. Uh, by the way, on that rebound numbers, I wonder. Like, I bet you Draymond's percentages have gone down pretty significantly. So maybe some of those rebounds that were going to Draymond are going to Looney. That's what it feels like to me. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I just don't feel like Draymond's had those 15 rebound games very often uh, in the last year or so. And again, played you know these games are way down too. So that might be part of Looney's rebounds going up. But that, the rebounds are there, and he's getting them. Uh, also, and- I mean, like they were a top like six, top eight type rebounding team yeah. this year. As the, and like that's a, you know it's Porter, it's Draymond, but it's a lot of Looney. You know that's been that's been huge career high. Draymond 14 7 in 2015-16 and he's gone down ever since yeah. 11.8 was low but this year he went back up 13.8 he was 12.1 this year he got 13 they just they rebounded really well all season and honestly you know you thought it might be a weakness coming into the playoffs they out rebound Memphis in the second round which was crazy and they've done it you know it's a, it's a bled into this round like they've they're just kind of a good rebounding team even though they don't have a traditional center what did you write about Marcus I wrote about Steph Night, night. Uh, Steph is obsessed with bedtimes, apparently. He's been doing this bedtime thing the whole time. But another big fourth quarter from Curry. Uh, you know, Luka was going off. They needed somebody to match him. And, like, this is, I think it's his fifth game with at least 10 points. He, highest score in fourth quarter. He's got the most fourth quarter points of any player in the playoffs. Uh, he's been he's been really close. He hasn't played great. But he's had great fourth quarters. What percentage to of his points are in the fourth quarter? Know, right? <laughs> it's yeah. it's he hasn't percentage. been playing great, but he's just been delivering closing. every single time. He's been, he's been a really good closer. But this was closing against Luka, right? It was like Luka was getting hot. He had back-to-back threes. It's a six-point game. And it started to feel like, here you go. You get this dude within the bucket, and he's going to do the ISO thing and where, he, where he's going. 
And Steph just kind of nixed all that. But for some reason, he's just a perfect shot. I don't know if y'all saw it. He's like, you could see him saying night-night, and then he... It it was like Hollywood movie-type shot where it's like almost the camera's, I guess, kind of behind the basket, and he releases it, and they slow-mo in on his face, and you can clearly hear him go... Night, night. Or it's just I see him go night, night, night. And then it splashes in and he does like it's like the slow-mo, you start looking down the court, is the crowd behind him is erupting. It was if you haven't seen it online, which by the way, you probably have, uh it it was a good shot. You see it in my in my story because I definitely put the link to it in there. But it's a big 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 fourth quarter, uh and to me that's just that's the problem. That that he came into the game with a seven point lead. Like you can't do that with when Steph is closing. Like, well, you can't he, have him come out with a two and you and the opponent has a two, two point, point lead, yeah. and then he comes back, back in. It's, it's a well, seven point deficit. That's that's the and then when Steph's still to close that out with a six minute rest which, or whatever. By the was. way, that has become a very interesting pocket of the series because you know we could say that like, hey, you can't allow that, but there, Luca has the same sub pattern. Yeah. So in the first half, flip that. You can't allow Dallas to go 21-9 with Luka on the bench, and that's what the Warriors did. And that's those were the Damian Lee minutes, and obviously those were replaced. So that has become an interesting little like sub-war within this bigger war, which is like Luka and Steph go to the bench at the same time, and both teams got can't get crushed in those minutes. And tonight... I wonder... I was wondering if... I mean, I know Dallas does it this way, and then this is the Warriors do could Dallas alter that to try to get Luka out there for the non-Steph minutes? He came out earlier. Yeah, he yeah. came in earlier yeah, with Steph. Yeah, try, to, try right. to really get, you know, try to turn that into 15 to, to 6 instead of 7-6. Uh, and you'd have to take him out some other time, probably end of the first quarter. But I can see that happening. Just really try to get like, – so you're battling to a stymie, you, you know, at your best if you don't have Luka out there. And if well, Damian Lee's not out there, I'll say they yeah. went. They went. <laughs> this is getting bad. Yeah, right. no, 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 they went twenty-one. It just so happened. Lee played game one and they won by thirty. Yeah, by yeah. Let's just—it's it, it's putting too much focus on Damian Lee. But and he, he scored thirty. No, he didn't. I was <laughs> like, what, 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 what game was that? But um, I, I, I don't know that that's what they want to do. It's just like you're kind of giving up the non-step minutes, and I would think they'd want to take massive advantage of the, of the non-step minutes. Damian Lee had a pretty decent Memphis series, by the way, yeah. in those little short spurt, short burst minutes. It's why he had a rotation yeah. spot heading into the series. So I don't want to, like this is it's not like every Damian Lee minute this playoffs has been like that. And Tonight was might bad. go back to him. Like yes, this is very possible. Maybe not the next game, but he might, he's gonna he likes him. He, he likes him for specific reasons. Drives fans crazy, but he likes him and he has not been a disaster it was not good tonight anything else from this game i mean i i i'll just i wrote just about pool and he's yeah. been a 16 game player it's a cliche but i, I went for it anyway made it he made it easier cleaner right but he is proving to them that he is a main player in, in major games it's hugely important and if you think about it they play moody and they've also got wiseman and kaminga like they got these guys that not no didn't two of them didn't play tonight, but like this, we can mock them for the two timeline thing or whatever. But they're doing this with this whole assemblage of guys who also are pretty good, and if they're halfway like Pool or can be developed like Pool, can play like Moody did tonight. Like this is impressive. Like this is 
these are this is tal- a talent level that they've been planning for, and Pool is the beginning. He's the beacon of it. He's like this is the start of what could be coming. And when Steph and Draymond and Clay need more than they need right now, and tonight they need a lot of it. Yeah, uh, usually they got these other guys. They got these other guys who are really talented. They may well, not all be great, but they they are really talented. Well, the big thing about the other guys you're mentioning is they are on the very bottom of their upward slope of their careers whereas typically teams that were like this the warriors this like veteran like core trying to hang on to the dynasty era their others are the auto porters of the world downside of their career the fact that they have all these guys who are going upward and then suddenly you're looking at come on looney who's 26 you're like are you on a note like are you becoming a stud center <laughs> young, young, i'm confused on, andrew wiggins like oh, i guess all-star started this year so i shouldn't say anything but all it, these old guys uh, Steph, Draymond Clay, and Kevon Looney. Wait a minute, Kevon Looney's twenty six years old, but Wiggins is twenty five. Like you know, don't forget GP two. GP two. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of hard to put Porter and GP two in there because they're free agents, and I don't know if they could resign them. Maybe, but like you got to count Wiggins, uh, you know, and, and Moody and Poole, and like the, like you start going through that. And I'll tell you two things. They got the money to pay all these guys, and if they're winning, they will pay all these guys. There's just no – those people. Porter and GP2 might be tough to resign. But all those people, if they keep winning in the playoffs, they will have the money to pay all these guys, and they will. There's just – there's no doubt in my mind they will. Uh, if they want to – if Andrew Wiggins and Jordan Poole want to sign long-term contracts with the Warriors, they're signing long-term contracts with the, with the Warriors, and they'll go into the tax as deep as you could possibly do it because they have the money to do it. All right. Well, I think Dallas uh, probably has a Sunday answer. We will talk to you from Dallas on Sunday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.